Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today, we're going to find out why we're at the very best time in history for organic content marketing. And we'll do that in just seven minutes with Omar Mo. Now, Omar is the founder of, non, of Nomad's Cast, which is a content marketing agency. And he's an avid lover of travel and building online businesses. He began his journey into the content space with his fir first podcast, which was called no The Nomadic Executive. During this time, he interviewed top leaders in the environmental space, including Dan Locke, Pat Flynn, Iman Godzi, Eric Zhu, and John Lee Dumas. After hundreds of episodes in a growing agency, Omar decided that he and his team will help and have helped over 50 podcasters generate, ready for this, millions of dollars of revenue from their content generated by their videos for podcasting purposes. Omar, my man, good to see you, sir. Good to see you, Bill. Happy to see you again, man. It's great. It's, it is fantastic. So I know you are able to handle lots of different kinds of, of clients, but who's your ideal client? I would say my ideal client. So I focus on a very specific type of content creator. And this is why I always started servicing podcasters first. And eventually I went into YouTube as well. And I have quite a few YouTube clients currently too. But my ideal client is somebody that's trying to build an audience as a talking head on video using their words rather than visual aspects or them dancing or any one of these other forms of social media content that you see these days. A talking head that's either trying to educate or entertain an audience. That would be my ideal audience. And ideally, even more so, obviously, we can start from scratch with any client, but ideally, even more so, I like people that may perhaps have some sort of business or already a way to monetize what they're doing. So they share a problem. You've identified that problem and then solve it. So what is the problem you solve, Omar? So usually what I find, and I've been in this industry for what, about four years now, the biggest problem that I find is whether you're starting a podcast or a YouTube channel, you're generally trying to just put content out there to see what sticks. And over time, and Bill, I'm sure as a podcaster yourself, you understand this, you probably started somewhere and you evolved into where you are now. And even more so, it's like shining a light through a forest, right? You only see your next step. And you see your next step and you see your next step and you decide to take which path. And if you go in the wrong path, you go backwards and go to the next path until you see where you want to be. And then finally, perhaps you have this grand vision and it becomes realization, right? So the people that I help out tend to be the type of people that perhaps have put out content out there for quite some time. Perhaps they're throwing things like spaghetti and don't really know what's working or what's sticking to them. Perhaps they have one strategy and haven't monopolized on other strategies. Perhaps they're somewhere, but they're creating content already and they have a vision. And those are the kind of people I like helping out because I've seen pretty much everything under the roof when it comes to content creation and taking people to monetize that content. So I'm easily able to take someone from point A to point Z much quicker than someone would be able to take themselves. Beautiful. That was extremely well explained. I like it very much. So let's shift from left brain to right brain. 
what are the feelings or emotions or symptoms that are typically going on maybe right now in our listeners' bodies that would give them a signal? Yeah, I feel like that. I need to talk to Omar. So I'm going to preface this with the fact that we're not for everybody, right? Once in a while, I run into somebody that's never created video content in their life or doesn't really have the goal and we're not motivators. Okay. I can sit there and tell you how much you need to be creating content, but you have Gary V for that. Follow him on Instagram. He'll do a much better job than I do about that. The feelings that you probably have is either a, I want to scale my business in some way. So, and I know all forms of marketing work because we're strong proponents believing. I even think billboards work with the right offer. Right. But if you have a feeling of, I need to scale my content, everyone, if you think everyone needs to do social media, you're wrong. No, now no one needs to do social media. That's a very common myth. Social media is just another form of marketing that'll work for you and it'll work better for some offers and it'll work horrible for other offers. So for somebody that wants to scale their business and you have that feeling of wanting more and you already, perhaps you have one lead gen source that's working for you already, perhaps you don't, but you think social media will work for you, then that's the kind of feeling that we're chasing after. The other feeling is perhaps you want notoriety for something, right? Perhaps you've done the business thing already. Perhaps you've already been successful and seen the kind of success that you've seen and you want to take your notoriety to the next level. I think Alex Hermosi is the one who said this. He said, I already realized that I understood my success in business. I'd already made it, but what I really want now is to make a difference. And if I want to make a difference, I'm going to take both the good and the bad that come with becoming with having a sort of notoriety and becoming social media famous, if not social media famous and some sort of notoriety in some community. So those are two things. Legacy, I guess you could put it down to. And the other thing is money at the end of the day. Our listeners, entrepreneurs, business owners, service providers, they're hardwired to do things all by themselves. So when they do that, they make a bunch of mistakes. So tell us about the common mistakes, Omar, that you see these are listeners probably making right now that you can identify. Sure. So as someone who owns a business, let's say I'm assuming most of your audience owns a business or perhaps has ambitions to own a business one day. One of the first things that you do as a business owner is you start off as somebody who's wearing many hats and anybody who's ever started a business probably knows how it is, how it feels to do so many different things at the same time. Well, at some point, you realize long enough in your journey that you need to start delegating. You need to start giving things away to people. And content is one of those things. Either you're creating content or making video content or starting a podcast or even writing articles or even designing billboards. Who knows? But you're either doing that as a CEO, someone who's the owner of a business, or you're doing that as someone who is part of their business or an employee. And if you really want to create content as a CEO, you have to look at all the different things that, that can be delegated. Graphic design, video editing, SEO, research, scripting, content strategy, all these different things. And trust me, I know how this feels because I used to be the person in my business who was so hard on delegating things, right? And I can tell you now, four or five, four years now into this business, close to five, that that was a huge mistake. I would rather waste money and delegate things, then realize they don't work and stop wasting my money and then delegate to somebody else until I find the right person, then I would have to wear all the hats that I have to wear in the business. And I think this is a very common problem that a lot of business owners, especially new business owners, deal with. So uh, tell us one action 
that our listeners can take that would be valuable for them to take and maybe something they can do today? So I'll make this specific to what I know, right? There's not a lot that I know. And I'm never going to say that there's a lot that I know, but there are a few things that I know. And one of them is content marketing. If you have a business and you're, if you're listening to this and you're a business owner, there is right now what we call the TikTokification of social media happening. Back about five years ago, two years ago, even two years ago, even one year ago, maybe 2020, back when COVID first started, you had to build up a following before you saw any sort of traction on social media. And it because of that, it made it like SEO. It didn't make it as such a viable lead gen source. You had to take your time and wait for things until leads started coming in. Right now on the big four platforms and the features on these big four platforms, Facebook Reels, Instagram Reels, TikTok, and YouTube Shorts, you can post a piece of content. And if you framed it the right way and it was done well, you can get a million views on your first piece of content. And I'm a very numbers guy. And Bill, I know you're a very big numbers guy too. Let's say you have a conversion rate of even 0.01%. If you have a million people viewing your content, how many of those people are going to convert into leads and prospects or perhaps even customers for your business? There's someone that I spoke to the other day. It was a woman who started an accounting company just about a year ago. She posted one video on TikTok that went semi-viral, not even viral. And she had 15 different customers pop up just from that one specific video. I think she made an MRR of 45 or 50,000 right off the bat off her first month. It was nuts. You know, so I'm a big proponent and believer of the way social works if it's done right. So uh, tell us, you are a resourceful person. And you've got a lot of resources. So tell us one that you've decided to gift to our audience. And where would they go on our on your website to get their hands on it? Sure. So what I'm offering anybody that's listening to Bill's podcast, and Bill's honestly a phenomenal guy. You should be listening to his podcast. I had one of the best conversations I've ever had with this man. And because you're such a awesome audience to Bill, if you go on my website, www.nomadscast.com, that's N-O-M-A-D-S-C-A-S-T.com, and scroll to the bottom, I will let you, I have a calendar down there, book a call with me, and I'll literally sit down there with you 30 minutes to an hour, nothing more out of it, and I'll sit down and I'll break down exactly what you're doing and give you a solid strategy on what you should do next. You don't really have to do anything else with me after that. But I love giving free consultations to people. It's one of my favorite things in this business. I love meeting new people. I love talking to new people, and I'm happy to do that with you as well. Fantastic. Okay, so I told you I'd ask you seven questions in seven minutes. I have asked you six questions in about six minutes. So what question were you waiting for me to ask that would be valuable to our audience? And then what's the answer to that unasked question, Omar? I love this question. So I'm going to take it a bit left field here. And that's because I have a podcast too, right? Okay. If you know who Tim Ferriss is, he is somebody that made the word digital nomad back in like 2006 or something. He's a very well-known guy. He's already made it in life. He's just a very knowledgeable, logical, like great person, you know, someone I look up to. He has a very specific way of interviewing. And this is something I bought into my interview as well. And it's a specific question he likes to ask. And I made a twist to it. So I'm going to ask myself the question that I like asking on my own podcast to my own guests. And that is, if you had a billboard in space, Omar, and you could write anything on that billboard, and when the sun rose, everyone on planet Earth could see it, and when the sun set, it went away, what would you ask? What would you write on it? And 
I've thought about this question a long, a long, long time. I've thought about it a lot. Never had anybody ask me before. So I'll say it first on this show. Anything is possible. No matter if you are thinking that what you have in mind as a man or a woman or whatever you want to call yourself, if you don't think that's possible, it is. Every action you take, every mindset you have, everything you want in life can be yours. You just got to want it bad enough. That's it. That's fantastic. I enjoyed that very much. (laughs) So everybody, look, in closing, let's focus on this single fact. And that is our businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of the owner first learning and then applying a proven combination of having a strategy for growth a system for executing that strategy and a team to help him or her out. You can get that exact roadmap. Just go to getbillsgift.com and you'll get your hands on it. Thanks for listening. Omar, thanks for sharing your time with us today. Thank you so much, Bill, for having me.